0: Hello there, everybody.
1: I hope we're all doing absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, this is episode 135, and we've got a Reggie with us right now, so mm. let's hope that he stays asleep on my knee.
1: Fingers crossed. He's not very good at that, is he? No. He likes to, uh, I feel like he likes some form of involvement in whatever we're doing. Yeah. Like through, but not like on the podcast, like he just wants to go over somewhere and start licking his paw or chewing on to which is fair enough as a dog. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm... I'm talking about dog like i feel like they're normal traits of dogs aren't they but yeah i feel like sometimes he um he's like right well, how can i get involved in this <laughs> yeah what can i do to annoy everyone
0: at time of recording we are very close to baby day
1: that's very formal
0: at time of recording At time
1: of recording
0: six days when this goes out it'll be tuesday Wednesday, three days
1: it will we'll be 72 hours away if we've not had them already
0: exciting stuff
1: flipping heck we're actually gonna I don't think we told everybody last week, we're going to, we want you to stay informed and entertained, so we're going to pre-record quite a few episodes, so that over the next few weeks you are still getting, well that's the plan anyway, unless Jen said go into labour today, uh-huh. um, the plan is we're going to pre-record some episodes, which means um, that you still get an episode every week, because we're good to you like that.
0: Yeah. And we've
1: planned in afterwards, and I've said this once before, and Jen hates it when I say it, but we are planning to do some extra episodes as well, aren't we? <laughs> Jen's like stop telling everyone we can't commit yet but now we've said it we have to I'm excited for them though because they're going to be Q&A episodes aren't they where people can literally like we're only just literally going to sit down and answer your questions so we're not going to turn up with like a plan like we do now and a title it's just literally going to be send your questions in we'll answer them see you later and I just think that's a really nice idea yeah well we're
0: going to get used to having some babies and
1: then we'll do that yes that's the plan yeah so we're going to have them on the Thursday. Get used to them on the Friday, Saturday. <laughs> first Q <Q&A> and episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, Phil jokes. Um, but yeah, let's let's dive straight in because my creativity is not up scratch today. What does that mean? Like my. you segue in. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just, my brain. I think, I think my brain's just stopped working now. Oh, that
1: can't be good. What
0: did what did I, we went for tea with mum and dad last night? And I said I said something really silly.
1: You said something really silly this morning. What? About the Labour leader. Is it still sheer karma that's in charge? No, Jen.
0: Uh, To be fair... But it's still
1: Keir Starmer. No, I (laughs) didn't... Sheer karma.
0: I I didn't say that. I started saying it, realised it was wrong and said, I'm going to say it, but I know this is wrong. It sounds like a character from Aladdin.
1: Yeah.
0: What, is there a character from Aladdin that's got a similar name?
1: I've never seen Aladdin.
0: I don't know if I have, you know. I didn't watch tons of (laughs) films when I was little. Do you know No. Oh,
1: Jungle Book. I repeat.
0: Oh no, mine wasn't Jungle Book. What did I used to watch, Lords?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is it weird? I used to right. So I used to go to my nana's house. Mm. She had like three films that she would recorded on them. Um, VHS. VHS. Yeah, it was The King and I, Pollyanna, and Song of the Song of the South.
1: Never heard of oh. any of those.
0: Yeah. I think that's actually banned now because I think there's some like real like racist undertones to it or something. Is
1: there?
0: Oh. I might be wrong on that, but I used to love that film. And then at my grandma's, it was just Sleeping Beauty. And
1: every time you
0: went. No, like I did. Wa- <laughs> I didn't watch TV much. Oh
1: right, okay, that's good. I feel
0: like as a child, I just didn't watch a lot of TV. That's a good
1: habit. I like that.
0: Yeah, I don't even think I had much at home. I remember I was obsessed with Pocahontas. Right. Yeah.
1: Um. Just in case you're wondering what well, that really loud noise is, it's Reggie scratching his head.
0: <laughs> um head.
1: The loudest scratch ever. Yeah. So I can only
0: remember Pocahontas.
1: There's Jen's back history of... Um, films? Films. In case yeah, anyone tuned in for that.
0: I just didn't watch
1: much. So, uh, now that we've covered that, um, here is why you don't need to make for food choices. So, you've probably found yourself in a couple of these cycles. Um, either one probably both, most people find themselves in both. Um, we have, most people have. And there is a short term and a long term. The short term cycle is where you make some form of unhealthy food choice. So you could potentially be at work, you nip to the shop, you grab some food and you deem that food choice to be unhealthy, You're like, shouldn't we get in this? this? Is, this is the wrong food choice, it's bad for me, it's unhealthy and it's not gonna help me lose weight or whatever that might be that is stopping you achieving. Because you then eat it, you feel guilty for it. Yeah, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have eaten that. Like, I knew I shouldn't. I told myself I wouldn't and I've eaten it. And now I feel really guilty for it. And you then end up binging after that. Now, it might be on that food itself. So you might have potentially bought something, like a pack of something that you said you wasn't going to finish. And then you end up finishing it. Or you bought something that you deemed an unhealthy food choice. And because you now feel guilty, you end up either back at the shop or you go to a different shop or whatever it might be. And you end up binging on something different to mask that guilt that you're currently feeling. Now, that's a short term situation that's like a, a probably better way to say it's is more isolated it's like a it's not that it's one-off but it's just isolated to that situation but we also have long-term cycles where it goes on for a longer period of time where you may be for hours days weeks months even years just consistently make unhealthy food choices and make choices that don't align with what you want to achieve and those choices then have a bigger knock-on effect so it's not like you ate one thing you didn't think you should have felt guilty and binged it's you consistently ate things that you didn't feel like you should be eating so much so that you probably got to a point where you forgot that you was even trying to make better choices like you got to a point where you was like i literally i'm not even on a diet anymore i'm literally just doing whatever i want whenever i want as often as i want and i'm not paying any attention to anything i'm doing and then as a result when you kind of take stock of that either someone asks or you're for want of a better phrase like forced to think about it like you for whatever reason you start thinking about like how you feel You recognise that you are ridiculously low on energy. Like you literally have no energy to give to absolutely anything. You've no energy to give to yourself, to your job, to your family, to your friends. You literally have nothing to give. You feel tired no matter how much sleep you have. Like you can have uh, loads of hours sleep in the evening. You're absolutely shattered when you wake up. You feel lethargic when you're doing anything. So like the things you're doing at work, you just like going through the motions, like you're not actually literally committed to what you do. And even though mentally you want to be, physically you just can't give to it. And then you've no motivation to make any changes. So you've been making all these decisions for the past few days, weeks, months, years. And when you start to think, "John, you know, I need to make a change. You're like, but I don't want to. Like, I can't be bothered. Like, I just literally, I've got nothing in me to make a different decision. Like I, I, tomorrow I just want to go and make the same decisions I've been making. I don't want to change anything. And these two cycles are uh, the challenges that we find 99.99% of people and It's very rarely anything else, you know, that is leading you to want to make better choices because ultimately the only reason you'd want to make better choices is because you're not making better choices. So these are the positions you will have no doubt found yourself in.
0: Yeah, and I think the mistake like with that there is and why often people find themselves in the I don't want to and feel like they need this whole host of motivation to make those changes is because of this concept, not created by you, created by diets, of course, um, with, oh, I'll make better food choices tomorrow, Monday, next week, whatever it may be. But often, I'll make better food choices when it comes to dieting is like completely overhauling your diet overnight, isn't it? Mm -hmm. And that does feel really overwhelming. It requires motivation Mm -hmm. It requires energy, both of which we've just said, if you're stuck in that cycle, you've probably not got much of to start off with. And the other big problem with it is that you're actually focusing on the outcome. You're focusing on the result, the thing that you want at the end of this, rather than the process of that change, which is why you either get stuck and don't do anything about it. So you end up getting stuck in that whole, well, it feels too overwhelming, therefore I'll just not do anything. Or you do something for a day or two, so maybe like Monday, Wednesday, or even maybe a week week or two, but then you stop doing it because you're only focusing on that big dramatic change and it's too far away from where you're at right now and it's not sustainable because you've tried to change absolutely everything overnight it's like, it's like asking someone to like change the personality overnight mm-hmm. like you wouldn't expect someone to be able to do that because they've spent the whole entire lives creating that personality but I can't think of our example and personality but it makes sense doesn't it I agree yeah um, you, you, like it's just an impossible ask yet we ask ourselves sometimes every Monday <laughs> to, to do a, a big change like that so instead, It's stopping to think about what is actually causing you to make unhealthy food choices. So what is the thing that is holding you back? Is it because you're stressed? Is it because you're tired? Is it because you're bored? Is it because maybe there's other stuff going on that's influencing your choices right now? Maybe do you, um, are you constantly, um, just got grabbing on the go and, and never kind of thinking about things which... Are you getting too hungry? Like, there's endless reasons. Oh, we could sit like, for 10
1: hours and tell you all the different reasons. There really yes. is.
0: Which is why, obviously, what we do is we look at someone's diet and we help you to understand what is leading you to make the decisions that you're making around food right now. Because it is super personal and it's not a case of a one-size-fits-all approach with this, which is why... Diets do give you the one size fits all, which it doesn't work because we're all different, we're all individuals, like does we all eat in the way that we eat for, for specific reasons that are unique to us. So we can't sit here and say, right, this is the thing you need to work on, because we don't know what that is.
1: No, I think the thing is if we was to take like a snapshot of your day, like today is Friday, if we was to take your Friday. And we was to have an open and honest chat about like what your, in fact, let's say Thursday because it's Friday today. Let's say we were to look at yesterday. We were to look at your Thursday and we'd have an open and honest chat about what yesterday looked like food-wise. And we looked at it and you was like, oh, I've had a terrible day of overeating. And we looked at it and was like, yeah, you overeaten. Like you have eaten more food than we would uh, consider to be aligned with your weight loss goals. Like that is gonna be more than you need to eat if you wanna lose weight. Like we're in agreement with that. We're in alignment with that. We're both on the same page. Yes, that is true. The solution isn't to then go, well, I shouldn't have done it. I'm just going to do it differently next time. Like, that's not a solution. Like, that's just the opposite of what you've done. That's not That's not going to change anything. That's just, you already knew you'd eaten too much, and now you're telling yourself, so next time I'm not going to eat too much. Well, yeah. There's no, like, there's nothing you can go and do with that. There's In nothing you can fact, go that and point, change. That
0: would probably make you just do it again.
1: Well, yeah, probably, mm-hmm. yeah. And... The difference here is like, and I'm going to just use one example because like Jen said, there's a, or as we agreed, there's a whole host of different reasons. We could go, okay, well, let's look at the choice you made at lunchtime. This this is what you had. How was you feeling then? Oh, I had a of every morning. I was so stressed that like I literally, my boss had walked in and he slammed something on my desk. He was fuming about it and he's added to my workload and I'm basically going to be working all weekend now to get this done for Monday. And I'm pretty sure I'm not going to finish it and I was absolutely fuming, and it was five minutes before dinner, so I went to the shop, and I bought this, 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 and this. Right, okay, so, let's just conclude that you're stress-ate then. That. That's probably what happened. You're stressed, and you masked that feeling by eating loads of food. Right, so, what should we work on? You just trying to eat less for the rest of your life, or should we work on stress-eating? Should we put something in place to like, help you not stress-eat, or help you deal with stress, or help you to reduce stress, or help you to manage stress differently? Like. Which one's going to be better here? Because I know it sounds really blunt, but if you've been trying for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years to just eat less and it ain't working, it's never going to work. But if you can focus on, like, what's the thing there? Like, what is, what, what's the thing that's in there that needs changing? Like, what do we need to really put our energy into so the next time you have a different outcome? And that's where your answer's going to be, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and just on that, like, that, that genuinely, like, that is one example, stress eating, and I... I'm working with a client at the minute who actually we, when we were looking through her food diary, I noticed that she was constantly saying that she was hungry. and I was like, she she can't always be hungry. What's going on? Like there's something else going on here. And I noticed that a few times she mentioned stress when she was saying she was hungry. So what I'd got her to do is explore the difference between stress and hunger and started to see if she could separate the two and what we actually recognised was that probably about the half of the, I'm I'm not exaggerating, probably about half the food she was consuming in the day wasn't out of hunger like she thought it was, it was from stress and once she began to separate the feeling of stress from the feeling of hunger like her food intake like just dramatically changed and we built up a toolkit for helping her deal with that stress in in another different way. So that's like the perfect example of that was really specific for her, but that brought about that one thing brought about a huge change in her food choices in her entire diet, which was incredible for her.
1: I think that you just touched on something that's really important. Like, there'll be people potentially listening to this. There might have been people that have like turned off the episode already because you're like, no, you don't understand me. It's not true. I am always hungry or like, I do just need to eat healthier. Like, and we get that feeling, but often it comes down to, and this might sound really blunt. And a little bit like I'm um, pointing the finger at you, but sometimes it is that level of self-awareness that it isn't the thing you think it is. So like when we're you know, when we're having a conversation with someone I'm like it's definitely this. Like Jen just said, I'm definitely just always hungry. Hungry. Okay. Uh, I'm definitely just always hungry. It's like, well, okay, can we explore something different? Let's have that as an option. We're not saying you're wrong. Like you know you better than anybody else is ever gonna know you. You know you, your body, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions better than anybody else ever is. However, if you never spent any time just sitting with those feelings and going okay how am I actually feeling right now you can almost fall into the trap of living life on autopilot where you just constantly think you're just tired constantly think you're just hungry constantly think you just don't have time constantly think you don't have the energy constantly think that you've always got stuff to do because you've been you've driven yourself to this point or you've been driven to that point you've you've, you've lived a life that's a, it's been safer that way It's safe to just say you're always hungry. It's like a coping mechanism. like, no, I'm just always hungry. That's why I eat so much. Because actually doing the other work of delving deeper and going, how am I actually feeling? That's harder. That's difficult. Some people aren't ready to do that yet. But once they are, that's when everything changes.
0: And on that note, you've really got to be ready to delve deeper into this because it takes a little bit longer to see the results Mm -hmm. when you explore this. But it's sacrificing that short-term win, which is what you've always had, for the long-term win, which is going to last for the rest of your life. And focusing on seeing progress in a completely different way. If instead of celebrating the outcome of, I ate better today, it's celebrating that, oh, I learned something new about myself today. I understood that. And I had a little, little win where I chose to do X instead of Y. And it, it is then thinking... About how you can make those changes to your lifestyle. That is going to allow you to make the healthier food choices. And it does require looking a little bit deeper at yourself. And maybe thinking, "Um, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I do actually need to improve my sleep. Or like, I do need to work on managing my stress. And I do need to actually plan my meals. And sometimes it's easier to just change everything overnight and, mm. and think that because because we get a quick win from that.
1: Dopamine. Yeah, we That's get a quick win. That's what dopamine is. You get that sense of when you do anything, even though you've not done the thing yet, this is something that we learn. I'd say, fairly recently, isn't it? About dopamine, about how it's it's the anticipation of something
0: yeah.
1: is when dopamine is released. So you don't get that buzz that, oh, yeah, I'm doing really well when you are making better choices, you get it when you make the plan to. So Jen's just said then that it's easier to make a big overhaul because that feels exciting. Like, right, that's it. Everything changes tomorrow. I'm going to start eating better. I'm going to start eating less. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to sign up to that class. I'm going to do this. 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 And it's oh my God, this is amazing. And you almost feel like you've already lost that three stone you want to lose. Like, I've done it. I've, this is it. This is when everything changes. But you've already done that 50 times and it still hasn't worked which is why Jen as she rightly said that it is more challenging to go this week. We're going to work on reducing stress. And it's like, but that's not exciting. No, it's not. But the end result in about six months, when you've lost the weight that you've been struggling to lose for the past 25 years and you now feel like you can keep it off because you can manage stress. That's exciting. That's going to feel incredible. And just to give you a bit of a snapshot of the comparison, and actually we're doing an episode on comparing dieting and coaching soon anyway, but, um, literally very soon. Um, if you was to, like on a day, you might lose five pounds in week one and you might lose three pounds in week two, but that eight pounds is going back on in week three and four. Mm. So you're back to square one again and you keep doing that again and again and again. And, and that's again.
0: exhausting. Yeah,
1: so, sad. like that is more tiring than going into this week going, I mean, this is literally going to sound like a pun, but going into this week going, I'm going to work on sleep quality. That ain't going to be tiring. Mm. And that is literally going to be the opposite. And you might, for example, for three months time, Lose and regain the same five pounds for three full months. You are exactly where you was three months ago. Your alternative is you could lose nothing and gain nothing in three months and still be where you was three months ago, but sleeping better, stressing less, managing stress better, moving your body in a more comfortable way, you've now got more energy, you're starting to understand yourself better, you're more self-aware, you're feeling more confident in your decision, and now in month three, that's when you start losing weight. And now, all of a sudden, you're losing £5, but you're not regaining it. Then you lose another £5, and you don't regain it. So, in option one, you're now six months in, and you're still losing and regaining the same £5. Nothing's changed. But in option two, you're six months in, and you're £30 down. You're like, hang on a minute, this has never happened before.
0: And also, you don't even realise you're doing it.
1: 99% of the time, that's what people will tell us.
0: Because it was so easy, because you felt all those things that Phil just listed. Hmm. And when you're making food choices from that place, it's so easy.
1: Yeah, and it's it's so... I know it's difficult to see that because you don't get dopamine from that. I would be shocked if anybody's listening to this going, I'm so excited to work on stress management next week. Who's excited to do that? It's not exciting. (laughs) Of course it's not. No one's excited to work on sleep quality and routines and habits. Like, it's not... It's like the most unsexy way of selling our services, isn't it? It's like, come and work with us. We'll help you to do X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, "Mm, yeah, that's not as exciting as this other person who's told me I can lose five pounds next week. It's like, yeah, but they've not told you about week two where you regain it again. That's where the problem lies. And you've done that before anyway. And I think that's why Jen said, I know that's why Jen said, you need to be ready to do this. You You need to have that level of commitment that this is going to be different. I'm willing to do something different for the first time in 30 years. And once you're willing to do something different, Literally everything changes.
0: Exactly that. So.
1: Are you ready to put me on the spot?
0: I will put you on the spot. Oh, exciting. Couldn't think of one myself this week. I had to go to Mr. Google. Did you and have? I'm also concerned that I've used it before. Or one of us has we're used it before. We're 135
1: episodes in. I feel like we're going to be repeating questions. <laughs>
0: <time>. <laughs> okay. So, if you could have any non-pet animal as a pet.
1: Oh, so that's something that's frowned upon.
0: Well not slash framed. Ill- slash not, illegal. No, not not framed upon, but like you just like there's certain animals you would just like have as a pet. They're just like standard pet animals, aren't they?
1: Yeah, a like dog, cat, yeah. fish, gerbil, yeah. rabbit, yeah, hamster, yeah.
0: You, spider, And we don't need snake, to list every pet.
1: That. I'm just thinking of the main ones.
0: Yeah, but More any any like non traditional pet animal?
1: Hmm, good question. Like a whale.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> not a whale, Bob. Just saying, like a whale.
0: Yeah,
1: I'd quite like a whale. That'd actually. be really good. It would, I bet <laughs> we'd have a whale of a time. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't let you have your joke at all. You can't,
0: you can't let me have my joke ever.
1: I um, I saw a meme once, it's whale song that sometimes people listen to, isn't it? What, like relaxing
0: music?
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw a meme that basically said, Can you imagine if they recorded the sound of a whale breaking up? with his girlfriend, and then you are listening to it at night just to get to sleep. <laughs> really tickled me that bit. <laughs> That's brilliant. Um, I feel like if
0: you could shrink a whale to like a tank size.
1: Oh, that'd be cool. A little goldfish whale. Yeah. Like that big. Yeah. Tiny little whale. Because I
0: mean, you're not fitting a whale in your house, so you eat like a, a life-size whale. You'd
1: have to have a bigger one, yeah. Do you
0: reckon it'd be just like the size of the room?
1: Um, Yeah, it'd be inhumane, I think to try and find work it out it wouldn't fit in it we also
0: don't live underwater so
1: no we are I know a lot of people think we are Spongebob but we're not <laughs> neither of us are Spongebob or Patrick what
0: what What do we always do
1: um oh
0: you always say
1: are you ready and you say aye aye captain."
0: no <laughs> I don't
1: yeah you don't it doesn't Phil matter Phil says any. are you ready Jen
0: <laughs> like literally over and over until I go aye aye captain. I, I, I can't hear you <laughs> So now I just difficult say Difficult living
1: it. with me. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? The further Jen's got into this pregnancy, the more that she's just been open and honest at how irritating I am. Like, just to my face, you are irritating. But like, you
0: are irritating. It's usually me. at night and I'm just like, I can't deal with you anymore. You're really irritating. Yeah,
1: and then she turns over. It's funny though, she turns over in a strop. But it takes 10 minutes because she's pregnant. So like, she's like, I can't deal with you anymore. And then for the next five, 10 minutes, just turns over. It's like, this is the worst...
0: Whilst Phil's just absolutely laughing his head off, because he thinks it's hilarious that he's it irritated me that much.
1: That's my goal every day. I've irritated <laughs> I said you it's today. a healthy
0: relationship strategy, because if I let all that pent-up irritation just build up, hmm. and then like really shout it at you, it will not be healthy. You'd punch me. I think it's just a nice little healthy coping strategy to just let you know that you're absolutely doing my head in. <laughs> have I done
1: it yet today? I don't think I have yet. It is only... 25 past It is
0: usually later at night when I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I d- I'm, my, my patience level's good down when I'm tired.
1: Should we work on tiredness next week, Jan? Some more <laughs> coping mechanisms for me. I've been,
0: working on, tired- me. <laughs> I've been <laughs> working on tiredness for this entire pregnancy because I um, my concern is that I, I've traditionally... I've created a story I think I've said this before I've created a story for myself that I don't deal well with tiredness I'm not a very nice person to be around when I'm tired you're fine. and I'm about to enter a period of life where I'm going to spend a lot of time tired so. well
1: that's your first mistake
0: assuming that I'm going to as,
1: assuming you're yeah. going to be tired and many parents with... are like it's not been that bad <laughs> Baby sleeping well
0: I think it depends on your babies that's
1: what I'm saying but you're going into it assuming yeah, you know true. what happens when you assume you make an ass out of you and me <laughs> that's what happens Jen
0: that's also when you can tell that I'm irritated because Phil gets out all oh, the dad jokes on my head because my, my hand was in my head well,
1: I don't my hand to, was
0: in my head I don't know this but
1: I am a dad so I only have dad jokes now
0: <laughs> you are, that's what you had before
1: yeah no but and now they're
0: stories, acceptable stories you know that's have we ever mentioned on the podcast that that's what we me in
1: what well, jokes yeah
0: have we hmm. literally it's just like back to back jokes hmm. and I was like I'd like to see him again hmm.
1: <laughs> I'd like to go watch this comedian again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. um,
0: and then your answer to the question?
1: Uh, not really giving much thought, to be honest. <laughs> I'm speaking of other things. Um, probably, I mean, I'd love a whale, a little whale, like a little tiny whale. Baby um, whale. How
0: big do you think baby whales
1: are? Baby whale, yeah, whale, dee whale, dee whale, dee 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 whale. We're going to be singing that shit. Uh, a I baby whale. Not. Well, aren't, aren't they born? I reckon they're still big. I reckon a baby whale is still like... Three meters long.
0: Twenty-three feet long. I don't know how many that is. I don't even know
1: whales had feet.
0: <laughs> how long is a whale, baby? Three years. Call me baby. Oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how long is a whale, baby?
0: Um, three
1: years. That's how no, long they are.
0: That's what I thought. So, but that
1: long it takes three years to measure them. He
0: says that's how long that they stay in the stay with the mum. I, I misread the.
1: What do they do then? <laughs>
0: 80, I don't want feet, I don't understand what feet are, 20, <laughs> 23 it's
1: feet, it's 3 metres then I've metres, I don't think it is though,
0: 7 metres,
1: for a baby whale,
0: that's insane, mm,
1: it's bigger than me,
0: that's still very long,
1: I aren't like full size whales like 30 to 50 metres though, that could be well wrong as well, I, think I don't we
0: wouldn't
1: fit one them am an we will not
0: fit a baby whale in here, and why are you like looking at you? the door, see if you can I'll, let it in, <laughs> doors two meters in height yeah yeah so that's like it's not gonna walk in is it three and it's a half gonna, doors
1: it's not gonna walk in standing on its. no fit. i was trying
0: to give myself some perspective of what All oh, right. seven meters looks like big three and a half doors
1: mm. three and a half doors
0: three and a half doors of mm. whale um, that will not even fit in here
1: i might have to go with whale because we spoke about them loads. no okay um, i think
0: you need an actual answer
1: i've noticed on these on the spot questions if you're not happy with my answer you make me pick another one but <laughs> It's supposed to be my answer. <laughs> it's not really how it's supposed to work. No, that's not good enough answer. Give me another one.
0: Well, I just don't uh, think that you've given it enough thought. I think you just said whale and that was it. Kangaroo. Really?
1: See what I mean? I'm not allowed to give my own answer. Oh, tell right, you what, I just wasn't let's just switch it around. What pet should I have, Jen? No, <laughs> I don't know. Can you tell me.
0: I wanted and the why. I should have had and why.
1: Oh, that's two questions. No. I think kangaroo would be good because you could just jump in its pouch and hop about. <laughs> you could get anywhere and be dead quick. They'll fight people for
0: you. Oh, yeah. Do kangaroos actually fight? Yeah. Do they?
1: Hmm?
0: Well, they punch-ups? Yeah,
1: they're quite they're really, really, really aggressive animals. are they? Yeah, be careful. You did
0: live in the outback. I did. Did you meet any wild kangaroos? Hundreds. Did they punch you?
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> where my nose looks like this. Yeah. Phil,
0: can imagine getting home from your day's work on the farm. I was punched by a kangaroo today. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Everyone else was like, yeah, me too. It's Australia. That's what we do. <laughs> Um, we well,
0: probably just
1: offended a lot of Australians. I don't know how big our Australian following <laughs> is on this podcast. We do have some, but I don't know how yeah. many. Yeah, a handful. Um, they might have the kangaroos, you never know. <laughs> Could be over here battering us. Um, no, I think, yeah, in the morning when we was driving to work, we'd sometimes just see like hundreds of them just like flying across the road. I think they react like a lot of animals to like the vibrations of the ground. So when they hear the, because they used to be too massive two or three massive Jeeps that we'd go to work in, like, big. Like There'd be, like, 12 of us in it. When we'd come driving down, you'd see the kangaroos just fly across the road. That's mental. Yeah, like, literally, they were so, like... I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong here, and an Australian person, or even, you don't need to be Aussie to tell me this, but I'm sure they're considered, like, dumb animals. So they just, literally, they just jump in front of, like, cars and stuff. They wouldn't, like... They don't have any like road scent. I don't know if that's the same for most animals. I could be literally going way off. I could be wrong here, but they used to just literally like follow each other. So yeah. like you would, they wouldn't like. I'm not saying they'd stop and like look left and right like a hedgehogs. But I'm just saying like <laughs> it just felt a bit like they were just going, they were just running, they just didn't care what was coming, and it's just like these are literally massive cars here. But because they often get hit, a lot of the cars have them huge bumper things at the front because they can write yeah. off a car because they're that big. Really? Yeah, the huge.
0: No, I, mean, I did meet and feed one, but...
1: You meet and feed one?
0: I met and fed
1: one. Oh, did you? What like? Just in the outback or like...
0: No, like... Oh, like right, a... On Tinder? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm assuming it was a zoo.
1: Yeah, probably.
0: I just remember meeting one and feeding one. What was it called? Kangaroo.
1: Brilliant. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Really <laughs> What's that
0: famous good. kangaroo called?
1: Um... Joey. Skippy. Skippy the bush kangaroo. Is that what it is? I think so, yeah. yeah.
0: So, you want a kangaroo pet? Pet kangaroo on I me? Mean.
1: No, I changed my mind. It's quite aggressive. I want a <laughs> I don't get beat up by be my pet every morning. So, I'm not ready to look at death. Biting your wrists.
0: death. <laughs> bite
1: me wrists. He nibbles.
0: Oh, yeah. He
1: literally, I don't know how far back his throat is, but he can pretty much fit my whole fist in his mouth.
0: Well, you don't bite. He just like rests his teeth upon you.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, so you don't want a kangaroo? No whale. Well. Oh, you going back to whale? Hmm? Right. Okay. I just don't think you've got the logistics of this. It's supposed to be a pet.
1: Yeah, I know, but you've not got the logistics because you've just asked me what is it you can have that you're not supposed to have. Right. So I'm not supposed to have a whale because don't have we'll a big just enough.
0: Go, sea we'll just take ourselves onto the, you know the kids film.
1: I'll have a whale, but I'll live by the sea. And it'll oh, just okay, come see me on. in the morning.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: And I'll throw it sausage sandwich or something, <laughs> and a coffee, and then I'll free Willy. I'll ride its back, <laughs> and it'll jump over things <laughs> in slow motion.
0: You want to kill a whale's hair, a pet?
1: My hair will just float back. In the wind.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah. I think I think I think Phil's lost all concept of reality. It's <laughs> that <your> fringe.
1: Yeah. <laughs> As we jump over my fringe, you will just go.
0: <laughs> you do realise that we're on a podcast and people can't see you.
1: I'm recording this. That goes on YouTube, that. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. Does it? Mm-hmm. You have no idea what I do for a living, do you? Like, <laughs> do you put it on YouTube? Yeah. Uh, do you? Do you like, yeah. I think this is why you're not busy and I am, because I do everything and you do nothing
0: start looking like
1: I'm listening to you then. <laughs> do you remember when I used to do those compilations of you not listening to me? <laughs> they were so funny. Literally, if, if you have listened or followed us for long enough, you'll remember this. There was a time where we used to record it in the office, which of course has now been taken over, so it's not an office anymore. Um, and we, I used to record it, or video record it. And I remember one day, because I used to, you have to edit bits when it's a video, because like, like, for example, today I'm going to have to edit it, because at one point we had to put Reggie in his crate halfway through not professionally but anyway i'd be editing bits out and then i was looking at jen and i was like she's not paying any attention to me and at one point she just yawned and then looked the other way whilst i was giving a really like insightful piece of information and then as i finished speaking she just like turned around and just said her piece i was like this ah. is then no, we're not having a conversation
0: i think sometimes in the early days of the podcast i used to have to like really think about what i was going to say next but I feel like with 135 episodes in there, so I'm a bit more relaxed. So I'm not like overthinking what I'm saying next.
1: There's a lesson for anyone. If you want to go and do something that you're uncomfortable doing, do 130, 135 times, you'll feel absolutely fine. <laughs> no, just, what I've learned is you don't get better, you just stop caring that it's really bad. <laughs> like, sometimes we say to people, oh, episode one's probably rubbish. Then are like, no, episode 135's probably rubbish as well. We're just, we're just fine with it. We're just okay with it not being great. Yeah. thanks for coming on the journey though Yeah. I- hopefully we see your episode 136 imagine
0: someone's listened to all 135 episodes
1: right if you've listened to because all 135 and you can prove it I don't know how you're going to do I that I don't
0: want you to prove it I just want you to tell us
1: I know you have to prove it no well I won't believe in that I think could do it.
0: a little video scroll that says played on all of them
1: if you can prove it we'll send you a kangaroo <laughs> free
0: kangaroo
1: Oh a whale no it's my pack
0: you want a pet whale? Hmm. We'll we'll send you the babies of the whale, baby whales. Oh yeah. If you've got seven meters to
1: spare, <laughs> <laughs> you've got a massive garden that's about the size of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> I'm not that great to know whether they're in the Atlantic Ocean or not. I'm just going to assume.
0: Ah, uh, don't ask me.
1: I uh, have no idea. i have not good. No, your geography's. Oof. You're like one of the cleverest people I know, and your geography's like all over Abismal. the place. Blows my mind.
0: I can't, I can't even tell you how much. I don't know whether it's because I care so little about it. That's what it is. Oh.
1: Because you're clever at what you care about.
0: Yeah, so I've just never, in, I've never, mm. like, engaged myself enough with geography. You've not? I, I did, up until I started teaching, I didn't even know what a continent was. Did you not? Sorry, I lie. I knew what a continent was, but I couldn't tell you what they were.
1: It's like, um, B, C, D, God, F. <laughs> right, Okay. H- the J- They're all continents, aren't they?
0: Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> On that note
1: Have a good one. And um I'll have
0: Please tell us if you've listened to all hundred and thirty five. That would literally make my life. Yeah. Imagine someone's listened to all of them. I'm imagining it. That'll be so lovely, I bet I bet it's a, uh, Jonesy
1: has listened to all of them, <laughs> and shared every week as well. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you so much. Have a good one. You.